Nerd Talk, Dork Talk, Real Talk, the coolest podcast ever, The Kenny Ho Show. It's showtime. I don't know the meaning of life, but this is what I live for. What up? It's old Kenny here with you for a brand new episode of the Kenny Ho Show. And I decided, why the hell not? Let's record another episode today. Gave it a little bit of thought. What am I going to talk about? Got some things on my mind. I guess uh, we'll uh, have a look at it. So again, there may be some whizzing cars in the background. Don't mistake in that as me trying to go meet my maker. I wanted to say that's still a long time away, but you never know. Life's funny like that, isn't it? Things can change on a dime. One minute, you're this beautiful young actor guy with a great heart and a beautiful soul. You know, full of hope in your eyes and love in your heart. Next, you're crotchety, decrepit, inside and out. And seriously considering, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll work at McDonald's. They seem to be all smiling in these commercials. But wait a minute, I'm an actor. I know this is all bullcrap. I said and did all kinds of things I didn't believe in. And I certainly put on a fake smile more than a couple times. Every day, really. Ah, life is a bitch and then you die. I don't know, do you like your life? Do you like your job? Do you like uh, your friends? Do you like your family? Are you married or dating or whatever your first choice, your first pick? If you said yes, it looks like you have poor taste. Uh, 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 I kid, I kid. You walked right into that one. You walked right into old Kenny being a dick. But I wonder, I wonder how many people are leading lives that they truly want and truly wanted. I gotta imagine nobody is leading a life that is 100% the life they wanted. Even if they're doing what they want to do, I bet you the road to getting what they wanted is far different than what they thought. I mean, like some people are just lucky and, uh, you know, they're in the right place, right time, and they meet their dream girl without having to do all the bullshit everyone else has to do. Or I guess vice versa, you know, girls meeting their dream guys, like in high school or something. Because I knew a couple, I knew a couple uh, in theater school who met in high school. I throw out their names, but uh, uh, why? They they don't like me. <laughs> Not anymore, anyway. I've, I've written... I didn't write the dude because I didn't go to school with the dude, but I write the girl every year. You know, hey, you know, what's up? And for the first couple of years, she returned my messages, but for like the past two or three, she hasn't. So I, I'll just read between the lines. She's like, hey, man, it's been a while since theater school. You leave me alone. We weren't that close back then. Yeah, we're not going to keep in touch. So I'm like, all right, all right. I can live with this. But they're great. They're like a couple I strive to be. Because, you know, my buddy David, he's with a, a great girl, Jen. But I don't strive to be them because I feel like David could treat Jen a lot better. <laughs> like, sometimes I do think, I'm like, is she his beard? Like, is he mad that I got what on the ball about him shagging balls and stuff? But these two cats from uh, from theater school, well, one of them wasn't in theater school. The girl was in theater school. I just knew her boyfriend because he'd come to the shows and stuff. But they seemed like the perfect couple. Like, he was like a, a regular looking dude, super nice guy. 
down to earth. I'm pretty sure that's what, you know, how he got a girl like that. He's just, you know, he's not a dorkist. Smart dude. I think he's like an engineer or something. Smart dude. Cool guy. I like, I love this couple because the girl, the girl is probably top five most beautiful woman I've ever met in my life. Like just a perfect face, amazing body. Let's put it this way. Her boobs were so big and fantastic, she had to get breast reduction to get them to be a normal size. They're so good together. They, they you know, had been together since they were, I think, like 15, 16 years old. They were living together, you know. He was taking care of her. He, you know, he was the one going to work and she was in school. Like, I love that couple. They're one of the few where I'm like, that's definitely both their first choices. Or at least certainly it's the dude's first choice. And if it's not, there's something wrong with them. And I gotta suspect the dude's her first choice too. Because it's not always about looks. As I said, he's a real cool dude and he took care of her and he's a good guy. And he wasn't like decrepit or anything. He wasn't like me. He's not like a horrible looking dude. He was a good looking dude. They just weren't even in that department. He's like, whatever, like a seven, seven and a half and she's a 10 out of 10. So stuff like that does happen. Relationships... If you're lucky, you're in the right spot, you meet a girl in high school, maybe even before. Unfortunately, I'm from the ghetto. The only chicks that are available to me were all like, yo, sup? You got some weed or what? Yo, what you looking at? Yeah? Well, you got you want some of this? No, I'm not saying they're all black. I'm saying some of them are black. But they all behaved in that manner. I like the Asian girls. I'm like, seriously, you you are a stereotype right now. You literally you just came off the boat, didn't you? There are definitely no Kristen Crooks at my school. And even if there were, she certainly wouldn't have been into me. She 100% would have been the type who sells out the Asian side of her. She's like, what are you talking about? I'm not Asian. I'm white. I'm into this this handsome white knight in shining armor here. Well, that guy sells drugs. He's not a knight in shining armor. He's a douchebag in a Puma tracksuit. Sells drugs in the corner over there at night. Man, I wish this uh, this uh, ineptitude with women would have come recently and I could tell you stories about how in high school I was a stud. Yeah, I'd love to tell you that I show up at school and, you know, girls couldn't keep their hands off me. They'd pull me out to the bleachers for some hibbity-dibbity-doo. And then at lunch, we'd go, we'd go like in the, the, the Muslim prayer room and defile their sacred space with some hibbity-dibbity-doo. And after school... You know, while kids were taking French and music or whatever, I'd go back to some other girl's place and give her the hibbity-dibbity-doo too. But as it stands, even when I was a, a beautiful young man, couldn't land any girls. And as I said, these were some rotten trolls in my school. You know, I'm good. I'm good. I don't want any of them. Well, you know, there was a few of them. There was a couple, a couple gems, huh? Couple gems amongst the muck. And they were certainly not down. There was a girl who I was into. In hindsight, I know why I was into her because, like, she knew how to doll herself up. She was like 17, 18 years old, uh, senior year for me. And um, I never met. They, they were like two cousins. They're both, well, one of them was actually very good looking, actually very beautiful. But they both had one thing in common they knew how to dress, they knew how to put on makeup. So I knew I wasn't getting the other one, the actual hot one. So I aimed for the, this other one, this other cousin. And she was so not down. Even though everyone's like, yeah, you two should date. You two look good together. Which in hindsight, I'm like, that's a slap in my face. I look good with her. She's a pig. And, and young Kenny was a handsome stallion. But she was so not down. And she was so rude to me. She shot me down the few times I approached her. But in hindsight, I'm like, why was I into her? 
Someone once called her RuPaul, so she couldn't have been that attractive. That will now be her new nickname. From here on out, she's either going to be called RuPaul or Miss Piggy. But I happen to like Miss Piggy, so I'm probably just going to call her RuPaul from now on. Can you tell I have no notes in front of me? I'm just rambling. But I like where we're going today. I'm coping with my horribly painful past through through light sarcasm and witty banter. I totally forgot what I was talking about. I think I was talking about, you know, uh, who's leading out their dreams, who's leading a dream life or something like that. And I got to say, very few people are doing it, right? Because I think even the most successful people on the planet, their idea, their dream, what they want to be doing, there's got to be some sort of discrepancy in there. Because even, let's say, who's really successful? Oh, that tennis chick, um, Wozniak or something? The, the hot Canadian girl. Then she win like a bunch of championships one year. Like she had a great six months or something like that. That's got to be her dream come true, right? Probably as a little girl. Was her name Caroline? Doesn't matter. Whatever. The Wozniak girl. Probably from a little girl, she dreamed about, I don't know, like what? I, I don't know what they're called. Some sort of championship. Wimbledon? Is that is that, a, is that a golf thing? I don't give a rat's ass. Whatever. Whatever. You get the point. She just dreamt about winning some sort of... Uh, the US Open. That's a thing, right? That's golf, is it? Tennis? That's tennis, right? That's, that's not golf, right? She's a tennis player. Whatever. She won a championship. I'm sure she dreamt about winning a champion. I think she won a championship. This is going nowhere. I don't know anything about this girl. But let's say she hypothetically won a title. I'm assuming as a child, she dreamt about winning a title. So you think she's living her dream. But didn't she also get destroyed on Twitter? Like she had to get rid of her Twitter because people were giving her so much shit. That can't be within the dream. There's no way. So I don't think anybody truly gets to lead their dream lives. Because the dream is sans all the shit. Because don't look too far. Look at me. I wanted to be an actor. And you know, growing up watching shows like Lizzie McGuire, watching shows like Smallville. Those are two very good examples of shows where I'm like, I, I, I'm pretty sure everybody gets along. Like the cast is actually friends in real life. And that's what I figured acting was. Go to theater school. Nope. That's not what acting is. There's a lot of bitches. And it's not exclusive to women. Definitely some dudes who are bitches there too. Like... Some of the people there treated me so poorly that I was scarred for years. Years. Had anxiety for years afterwards. And it certainly played a big part in me being like, screw this. I'm going to go do something else. I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to start my own theater company. Not knowing that, hey man, you got you to gotta start in a company, make some contacts, build, build something up, you know, have a bunch of plays or movies or shows or whatever under your name. Makes it easier for you to go out there and have people trust you with their money. Didn't understand that then. Too lazy to do anything about it now. Even if I wanted to, who's going to pay me to act? Like, I don't know. We, we prefer someone less homely than you and more talented. Ah, that's fair. I'll just do the Kenny Ho show. We'll have the perfect amount of homely and talent. That's not even true then. I looked at my my numbers on Stitcher the other day. I'm like, wait a minute. Let's just say uh, it's been so long I've been on Stitcher that I forgot I had Stitcher. That I was a quote-unquote partner with Stitcher. The numbers are the same as when I left as they were when I went back on. Which is to say, much like Blueberry.com, nobody freaking used it. (laughs) So hey man, if you're telling me that you're living your dream, it's exactly what you wanted... 
That's good on ya. It's a crazy world, so sometimes it's cool to be crazy and delusional. You know who's living out their dream right now? Yeah, the brother of the crack-smoking mayor, Rob Ford, Doug Ford, who actually did meet. This, this guy's got a silver tongue on him. If I weren't so pessimistic, I may have been fooled by him, but he's a new uh, premier of Ontario, like governor of a state. If you're in the, the States, same thing. If you're living in Greece or something, he'd be the equivalent of, uh, I don't know, the corrupt official that's running your your town in goat-loving backwaters. I don't know why I'm... I have nothing against Greece. I don't know why I'm saying these things right now. But you know the type. He's living out his dreams and ruining everyone else's in the process. Except for some... Literally backwards... I want to say white guys, but... You know, there's a bunch of backwards Asian guys and black guys and Latinos. And I try to cover my bases here. There's backwards of every single type of person, every single type of race. And this freaking proves it. This guy is literally throwing back. He's going back to the 1998 sex ed curriculum. Like this is proof in the pudding, which is also where all those cockroaches in my home are hanging out. But this is proof in the pudding that this guy is backwards. Going back to 1998, that's that's weird. That's 20 years in the past. I thought he's the leader of the PC party. I thought it, was, it stood for progressive conservative. This is not progressive at all. This is just straight up, quote unquote, conservative. This is just backwards. This is one of those, like, I'm not one of these people that gets up in arms and gets caught up in this, like, political debate. Left versus right, whatever. I like what I like and I don't like what I don't like. I'm a tolerant person. I put up with stuff. In reality, not so much in this show. If you just go by what I say in this show, I seem like, first of all, I seem tough. And I and I certainly sound like I have a strong opinion about things. I don't. I don't have, I'm not tough. And I don't really care about most things. But I just found this to be funny. Going 20 years in the past. Oh, yeah, that's the good old days. That's when... You know, we're the perfect amount of in the dark when it came to sexual education. The hell do you want to go far that far back? If not that, why the hell are you going so far back? Like, don't get me wrong. I want to go back in the past all the time and change things. Like, future Kenny's got to come one day. I got to remind me to ask future Kenny how he does it. Remind me to be like, hey, future Kenny, you didn't give me that. Well, I don't know why you're coming to visit me. You should go further back, actually. Screw giving me the inside track on how to time travel. I feel like that's a lot of work. I have to listen to you and then figure out what you're talking about and then go do it. Now, just go all the way in the past and change the past. But I don't want to go that far in the past. I don't want to... Like, 98, I was a boy then. I was a pup. I was a young one. I was a wee one, cotton. Like, what am I going to do? Go for that far back and be like, Young Kenny, buy these stocks. Don't do this. Don't go to theater school. Certainly don't get into this industry and don't do this. Young Kenny would be like, What is this? fat homely caveman telling me all these things what is he telling me why is he telling me these things and what is he telling me what are stocks so I go back to playing power rangers action figures of course not playing with friends i don't have any friends even this age and i do any physical activity cartwheels that's for gymnast chicks like kimberly who's right here plastic and tight just the way i like it no, I would want to go back to like, you know, probably 
around the end of high school, you know, I would first of all be like, hey, man, you got to have better taste than RuPaul. You should go for the other cousin. If you're going to flunk out anyways, at least do it with some goddamn dignity and go for the hot one. You should just give RuPaul here some sex change pamphlets and help her with her journey. But then I would be like, all right, you're old enough to know what stocks are. Buy these ones. You think this is what acting is going to be? You think this is what theater school is going to be? Don't listen to this old hag of a teacher of yours. Don't go to theater school. Just go audition, get into stuff. Because honestly, you can't do worse than what you did. (laughs) You not going to theater school and going to theater school yielded roughly the same amount of success for you in the acting industry. So just don't go. Save that money, buy these stocks. Something like that, you know, that's what I would do in the past. But 98? Where the hell does anybody want anything from 98? What? Like, I don't... I guess I was on the 98 program. I don't... I don't recall all that much. But I gotta assume, like, when it comes to health stuff and science stuff, a lot has happened since then. There's been a lot of discoveries. They've mapped the human genome. They know things now that they certainly didn't know back then. Things have come a long way since 1998. In 98, Pluto was still a planet. I don't know what benefits you're going to get from going back to the sex ed program from 98. Don't get me wrong. It was successful for myself to an extent. I learned that babies don't come from storks. And I also learned enough that I'm not sitting here today being like, Hey man, I'm a father of four or four different women. I'm not sitting here crying poor and trying to dodge child support. I'm not black. Hmm? All right, no, you're right. I shouldn't be racist towards just the black people. I should be racist towards everybody. All right, I got a couple of these. Uh, uh, Stupid white people. They think they're better than everybody else. They think they own this place. When in reality, the natives own this place. Stupid natives. If they could stop drinking and doing blow for a second, maybe they could take the place back. I don't even like myself. What chance does anybody else have? But I digress. At the end of the day, I think I learned enough from the 98 plan. It's not the end of the world. But here's the thing. I feel like a 2018 plan definitely going to have more information that could be useful to people who are lucky enough to actually engage in sexual intercourse. I don't care what they taught me or didn't teach me. It's the same. It would be like if they equipped me with brain surgery knowledge. Pointless. I ain't using either one. Might as well have not taught me anything. In fact, ignorance is bliss. Imagine how fun this show would be if I had no idea where babies came from. And I'd be like saying funny, kooky, wacky things like, Well, someday, if I can get myself out of poverty and get the Kenny Ho show some ads on here. If I could sell out, if I could get to Stitcher Premium, then I will sire an heir. I will call for the storks. That's a much better show than this one. Maybe they're onto something with taking this thing back to the Stone Ages. Ignorance is bliss. And funny. Man, come to think of it, you know what? I think the 2018 program would still be rubbish. Doesn't matter. As far as I'm concerned, it doesn't matter if you're on the 98 program or the 2018 program or the 2038 program. All of it is rubbish if you're not using the knowledge. I could know all about everything about sex ed. Doesn't matter because I am not engaging in sexual intercourse. You know what would be useful? You know how what sex ed should be? Like, like if I were a teen now, what they should teach you is how to actually get some. If lesson one 
we're not about, you know, the human body and how that transitions through the ages and stuff. If lesson one was, all right, this is how you capitalize on a girl's daddy issues. And the lesson plan for the second day would be, let's take up the homework. All right, so can anybody tell me what an insecurity is and how we're going to work that to our advantage? If that's sex ed, sign me up. But as of now, it wasn't. So it doesn't matter if I know how to how, how girls get pregnant. Even, honestly, even if I didn't know that kissing can't get a girl pregnant, I'm safe. I'm cool. I don't even remember the last girl I kissed. I literally don't. It's one of those mental oopsies again. All right, that's it. That's the Kenny Ho Show episode 156, I believe. Two episodes in a span of, I don't know, I think I've been recording for like an hour or so. Maybe two hours. Shouldn't be that long. I didn't walk away and get a sandwich this time. I have in the past, but not this week. All right, I thought, I think that was, uh, that was a good time. And next week... I want to say an even better time, but I don't know. I'm not I'm not uh, that ambitious in life. We'll start with just getting an episode in next week. And until then, you take care of yourself and Lily Collins. I hope you're listening and I hope you're impressed. Toodles! Toodles!